Welcome to the Niche Enrollment Insights Podcast. I'm Will Patch, Enrollment Marketing Leader here at Niche. In this podcast, my goal is to focus less on the promise of best practices and instead look for the processes and questions that spark internal reflection and lead to novel solutions tailored to your institution. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. It's the first of a new format for the podcast that I based on listener feedback and questions. So now four times a year, I'm going to be talking with an expert here at Niche about what we're seeing in terms of user behavior and changes that might help you all with your work. Today, I'm going to be speaking with business intelligence analyst Jess Kroboff from our reporting and analytics team. Jess is a graduate of Pitt and currently a master's student at Georgia Tech. Welcome. Thanks for making time to chat, Jess. Hi. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, I'm curious. So Niche sees a lot of traffic. We have people coming to us looking for everything from preschool to grad school. For this one, I'm going to be mostly focusing on undergrad and grad. So what are we seeing in terms of the median number of colleges that users are looking at and they're on the site? And is there a difference between undergraduate and graduate profiles? The biggest difference that I see is really towards people who are logged out versus logged in. And I think that's kind of standard with any website is you're going to have better interactions sort of with users who have taken the time to log in. Mm -hmm. With logged out users, just to kind of give you a frame of reference for that, the median colleges that people are looking at is one and the mean is just under three. And that's kind of just general traffic, like finding a certain college on Google, clicking it and being like, cool and leaving. It really starts to get more interesting looking at people who have like logged in on site. And for 2020, we saw that the median number of colleges that logged in users were looking at was three, but the mean was nine. A lot of students still even if they are logged in, kind of have one college in mind sometimes and just want to see that or like go and explore other parts of the site. If you look at the data a different way and get rid of everybody who's also only looking at one, then the median becomes six, which I think is a more um, interpretable number. Like that's kind of people looking at a couple of maybe reach colleges, a couple of colleges they're familiar with. And the mean there goes up to nearly 14. So Yeah, so kind of eliminating the kind of one and done uh, really makes the data more interesting there. Yeah, so the people actually going in and doing the research, they're not limiting themselves to just one or two schools. Oh, no, yeah, they're really digging around. The numbers are lower for grad profiles still, and I think part of that is a function of just just typical students who are looking for grad school have kind of been there, done that. People uh, generally apply to, I think, seven to ten schools for undergrad and are recommended to apply to no more than six grad schools. So it kind of just fits that trend of by the time you're kind of seeking a grad school, you just don't need to look at everything. You kind of know what to look for and have less choices to make. And and just for clarity here, for people who don't know, logged in means that they've created a profile. Um, They have essentially a list of schools that they can add to their list. They can track where they've visited, where they've applied, uh, and really kind of organize their search there, right? Right. Um, And there are just a lot more tools there in general for if you're logged in and you can track exactly what you where you've been and sort of track your whole process, too. So really recommend people log in. Yeah. And that's really the point, too, where they can opt in to be contacted by the schools they're adding to their list. They can opt in to be contacted to similar schools to those that are on their list. uh, Or they could just say, you know, I'm just going to research and I I don't necessarily need to be contacted right now. Yeah. And that can get really interesting, too, where. We see like huge trends in who wants just anybody to contact them where towards like the fall of the junior year through like fall of senior year of a graduating class, they're like, please, anybody contact me. Like, I have no idea what I want yet. So it's kind of fun to track that through the grad years of like this class is kind of making their decisions right now. Like depending on when somebody's making an account, the like probability of them wanting everybody is higher or lower depending on when. 
So did number of schools that students were looking at change in 2020 compared to 2019? Are we seeing any changes in behavior? Not super drastic changes. With our logged in users, the median is like one higher in 2020 than 2019. Um, So from two in 2019 to three last year now. And the mean was still having around nine for both groups. Yeah, nothing drastic, which kind of makes sense for that to be a fairly stable number, I think. Students were looking at different types of schools, so I didn't know if we were going to be seeing different numbers as well. But that's good to see. It's only a slight change. They weren't opening it up to now 20 schools instead of one. Right. We are seeing the average student adding about one more college to their backpack, though. So even though they're looking at about the same, they're having more interest in the ones that they are looking at. Okay. No, that's that's very interesting. They're not just in that research. They're actively considering more schools. Right, right. So on the site, on the profiles, uh, we have these added sort of content dives. We think of them as expansion pages. So it could be things like reviews, majors, student life. Uh, So what are some of the types of content that's being the most viewed on college profiles? So since the beginning of 2019, the entire time for the past two years, reviews is by far the most clicked on to see more of. It's usually more than twice the views of any other sort of expansion page that we have. That's what a lot of prospective students care about is, okay, I see all of these stats, but what am I actually going to be feeling when I'm there? And rounding out the top three sort of is rankings and majors. And those three have been the top for the past two years. In the last couple months of 2020, we've been seeing admissions sort of sneaking in and having more views than majors. And I think that's a factor of standardized tests being up in the air. And for a while, nobody really cared. Interesting. So we have the information on the student life and and sort of breakdowns of student demographics and, and cost. Are those also getting some engagement there? Yeah, they were not as much at the beginning of 2019, but through 2020, especially students and cost subpages have been seeing the traffic to them like pretty steadily increase. And off the top of your head, I know we have information about demographics. Are, are we seeing with everything that's gone on for the past year, more interest in more diverse campuses? I think a lot of the demographics information shows up under students. There's a lot of that breakdown there. So that probably is playing a factor in why we're seeing that expansion page increasing. Interesting. Yeah, with the reviews, I mean, you can also break down, are, are people more likely to look for positive reviews or, or negative reviews? The only negative things that most colleges have are people complaining about the weather. And I've seen that here in Pittsburgh. I've seen people <laughs> complaining about it at UCLA. Like that's just, no matter where you are, people are going to have an issue with that. And also on-campus parking which surprisingly I see even in smaller campuses that I would not consider that. Those seem to be the major things people are grouchy about, Uh but there's definitely more positive to read for most colleges. Yeah. I think it's a lot like when you're researching anything else, you want to see what are the pros, but then you also want to know, okay, what legitimate concerns are there? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But if five people are complaining about the dining hall, I'm probably going to be like, hmm, what is around campus? Because that was one of the (laughs) most important things for me. Everyone loves the food, but, you know, when you have it every day for four years. <laughs> I don't know. Pitt had a stir-fry station that I never got sick of. <laughs> <laughs> Getting into the majors and, and academic areas, are there any majors that are being viewed more now? So here we are at the start of 2021, end of 2020, than there were in 2019? Kind of similarly to how the last couple of trends have been is there aren't many super drastic changes year to year. So the top five most viewed majors have been pretty steady for the last 
two years and probably before that. And it's just because they're sort of the most popular majors. Those are business and management, engineering, computer science, biology, and psychology. And the order will change within those five, but those are kind of like the reigning five. We did see a couple of smaller majors have positive changes in views from last year to this year. Those were design, anthropology, nutrition, and economics. They're all still relatively small majors when viewed on site, but it was still encouraging to see that more people are interested in them. But kind of the big move over the last three months or so has been finance and accounting. And it's been seeing like 10 to 20% increase in year over year views each month for the last three months, which is far and beyond the most increase that we've seen in any major. Yeah, that's interesting. So when you say though, like design, anthropology, nutrition, they're smaller. What's smaller for us? So I look at it per 100,000 views. For anthro right now, we're averaging between 400 and 600 views. And to like kind of give that a comparison to the bigger ones, engineering's averaging 3,500 to 5,500. Okay. So it's like an order of magnitude smaller, but it's still seeing an increase. It's per 100,000, but when you're seeing, was it 50 million, 70 million views total? Yeah. And that's per session. So people could be looking at multiple majors as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be indicative of people just being less sure of a major. We have seen a handful of majors sort of have a substantially negative change in 2020 versus 2019. Mm-hmm. And those include pharmacy and nursing and IT. And it's kind of interesting to me that it's more healthcare focused majors. Maybe that's yeah. like people are seeing what's going on and just don't want a part of that, which I don't blame them for. I kind of was expecting those to have a more positive trend when I started digging through this data. So that was kind of shocking to me. Yeah, especially nursing, I would have expected to see an increase there. Yeah, yeah, me too. So. <laughs> Kind of a scary time to be getting in. Yeah, for sure. What are some other interesting trends that you're seeing in the data? Scholarship has actually been very up and down. I think that's a factor of it being like far and away our largest college facing tool. I would expect to see it increase again right now because we're sort of in the phase where people are finishing their applications. But I do think that that tool tends to get more use in the spring where people are maybe thinking about it more. They start seeing their financial aid packages. They realize, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I should have been applying for scholarships. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, this is great. Thank you so much for speaking with me, Jess. Yeah, sure thing. 